Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for another day's journey. Now, Lord, we ask that you come on in the meeting. We know that you're already here. But, Master, we ask that you intervene with us on tonight. Father God, we ask that you let us saturate our heart with the Word of God. Bless teacher, bless students. Father God, we ask you to look upon the sick, shedding, and bereaved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right, Deacon Wade, you can go ahead. Uh, this lesson this evening, uh, James is addressing the problem of, of the Christians' conduct toward the well-to-do and the poor. Uh, basically, he's informing and warning the church against the practice of favoritism. God wants his chosen people to understand that there is no justification, reason for having uh, respect a person. Uh, this practice is not of God, it is of the world. And so since it's of the world, it is sinful. Uh, we see the temptation to play favoritism as uh, many times in the church, especially when it comes to uh, finances and budget, we, we tend to favor Brother John, who is wealthy and able to pay lots of tithes over Brother Leroy, who is uh, unable to pay. Uh, and so we, 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 we tend to favor the one that has the most money. That is a worldly practice. And it's not something that should be uh, carried on in the church. Uh, in other words, there's any type of favoritism in the church is not con- considered uh, to be uh, Christ-like. Uh, John, John, uh, James wanted the church to see the teaching of God versus the teaching of the world regarding how to treat others. The world honors and pays tribute to big donors but God honors to respect those with regard of the good heart, regardless of their financial stability. So the overall theme of this uh, Episcopal of James is to show the perfection uh, of Christian conduct and behavior, which is centered around obeying and following the standards of God. Sometimes we have a tendency to do what's called mixture, in other words, we want to mix some of what God wants to do and part of what the world is doing. But as Christians, we are to follow the standards only of God and not of the world, regardless of the circumstances. So it is the responsibility of every Christian to do what is right in the sight of God at all times. So James opened this by saying, my brethren, Am not the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect to person. And he's, when he called my brethren, he's talking about the believers. 
uh, in the church. In other words, uh, no use in uh, even bringing in the sinners because the sinners are not going to be caught up in the church to begin with. In other words, he's trying to let them know that you, we're talking about the, the brethren, the one that's uh, associated with the church, the active members. And he says to them, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect to person. And what he's trying to get them to see is we ought to honor men not be on the basis of uh, their material possession. Christ honored them on the basis of their relationship with God. So Jesus looks at the heart and determines if it's worthy of honor. Jesus honored men of wealth. Uh, he honored Matthew. He honored Zacchaeus. Uh, and uh, of course, one of his one of the most talked about men of the Bible is Abraham. So he honored men of uh, of wealth, but he also honored people that didn't have anything, like Lazarus the beggar, and, and uh, the woman who had an issue of blood. She gave up all her money. So he honored, and, and many of the people that that had leprosy and. And uh, other thing, uh, you honor them because of their faith, not because of what they had. So he, he's not a God that has any respect to person as it has, as relates to material things. Uh, the practice of, of favoritism, having a person to honor those of wealth and material possession, is not God's standards. Uh, the standard is, is not by means of, of what we have. It is about our heart and our relationship to him. So we are to uh, honor people of labor. We all are laborers in, in, for Christ. He simply states the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Please send laborers to the harvest. So we are all laborers regardless of what we have. If there come one unto your assembly, a man which is with the ring and good apparel, and there come also a person, uh, also a poor man in veil raiment. And what it simply said is, in 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 the early stages of the uh, of the Christianity, many times they had meetings uh, in in secret places in hallways and whatever. Sometimes they were able to be in a synagogue, but many times they weren't. And anybody could come in. And so when uh, uh, what he's saying is if anyone come in, uh, especially one that was uh, in the assembly with a gold ring, that signified that he had money and a good apparel. That means that he was a wealthy person. And then there come in a person that was a, a poor man in veil raiment. In other words, he was... He was he was poor, then uh, then that person don't treat that person any different. Uh, he says, and ye have respect of him that wear the gay clothing, and say unto him, that sit here in a good place, and say unto the poor, stand there, or sit there under the, my footstool. Uh, if you have respect to him that wear the gay raiment and say unto him, sit in a good place, you you are actually uh, giving him parental treatment. Uh, in other words, you're saying you're you're judging him by his outside uh, appearance. 
and, and really we have no right to judge, period. But it, but even even if we were to judge, we're judging on the wrong things. We're judging, we're judging because of his outward appearance. God wants us to, uh, to look at the inward man. In other words, look at the heart of man and not what he's wearing. So we're giving him the wrong kind of treatment if we sit him in a good place. In other words, we sit a person in a good place. And many times they did it in them days uh, uh, in reference to not only uh, trying to honor that person, but also trying to get in good favoritism with that person. In other words, I'm going to help you because you're going to help me. So it was kind of a, uh, I'll wash your hand, you wash the other. Uh, and said to the post, stand there here or sit there under my footstool. And many times when, when, when the poor came in, we didn't, didn't even put them in a place to sit down. We just kind of say, you stand over there by the wall or, 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 or lean over here in the corner out of the way. In other words, you can't help me, so I'm not going to try to help you. In other words, you might want something. So we, we was mistreating people because of what they had. Uh, and, and that's not Christ-like to do any of that. So it says in verse four, uh, are you not then partial uh, in yourself and uh, become judges of evil thoughts? Jesus gets to the core of the human bias and in some sources that they are leaning on so heavily. In other words, Jesus is getting to the core uh, uh, of uh, what motivates us. Are you not then uh, partial in judgment? James says in, in that statement, uh, Jesus is declaring that all who are in that manner are guilty of determining the state of the strain. In other words, I, I, I don't put myself in such a high standard that uh, I can determine by what you're wearing what kind of person you are. In other words, I, I, I have already decided that 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 uh, I can look at your clothing and tell what uh, what what your case should be, uh, and that's not Christ-like. Again, uh, now you become judges of evil thoughts. In other words, uh, judges in this kind of speaker coming to a conclusion without the facts. It is a decision based on the appearance without evidence. The evenness of this uh, conduct is, is, is devil-like and not God-like. Uh, it is self-induced. But Jesus says, are you not then particular partial in yourself and are become judges of evil thoughts? In other words, you have put yourself in a position to where you have, uh, I'm the only true judge, not you. We're not in any position to judge anybody to begin with. Uh, because we've all sinned and shall fell short of the glory of God. So these actions are evil because they place themselves in a position of being judged and jury of men. But he says in verse 5, Hearken unto my beloved brethren. Hearken not God's chosen the poor of this world, riches and faith and heirs to the kingdom, which he has promised to them that love him. So Jesus said to hearken, my beloved brothers. In other words, James is challenging them. Brethren, again, speaks of the believers. Hearken means to stop and give a, a, a special attention 
uh, to the ideas and truth that comes from one uh, genuine investigation of the, of the matter. In other words, think about what you're doing. Has not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? Think about who God has chosen. Uh, God is not saying that uh, he will save the poor just because they are poor. That's not what he's saying. And he's not saying he will save the rich just because they're rich. But he is saying that the same standards is available for both the rich and the poor. But salvation is all is always and, and, and forever will be based upon faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Christ, when uh, one accepts the gospel uh, according to uh, what Jesus has put in uh, before us, so the poor, uh, he said, blessed are ye the poor. Uh, yours is the kingdom of heaven. Said they didn't be that be attitude. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For Daryl's is, the, I'm sorry, Daryl's is the kingdom of heaven. So in other words, uh, he's talking about when he says poor, he's talking about the poor in spirit. Uh, but but he's also referring to financial situations. But so don't look at the. Uh, we're all a poor in spirit when we come to Christ. Uh, that's something where we have to all look at. That we are, we are all sinners. There's nobody that's rich in, in the gospel of Christ. When we come, we are poor. And it's through the Holy Spirit that he puts us in a position uh, when he quickens us that we might change from an unloving heart to a loving heart. So we all come poor in spirit. Heirs to the kingdom which he has promised to them that love him. As one is to be heirs to the kingdom of heaven, uh, we must love God. Loving God comes from accepting the gospel that changes uh, stony hearts to loving hearts. So we have to accept Him. Uh, that is our. That is our, our. That is the way we get to be a uh, better people. But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you? And draw you before the judgment seat. In other words, these same Christians that 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 are not uh, trying to condemn somebody for being poor, he reminds them that these same uh, these same things has happened to you. Uh, you were brought before the judgment seat because you were poor, and now you turn around and doing it to somebody else. So when uh, be you have despised the poor. When hate governs our heart, it becomes easy to mistrust those that we do not love and to have no remorse for our behavior. In other words, Christians have a heart that has been changed. So we shouldn't be acting in that in that kind of uh, situation. We're supposed to be, uh, have a loving heart. And with a loving heart, we are not to behave the way the world is. Uh, do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seat. We should not, as Christians, become a carbon copy of the oppressors. In other words, we we, we can't act like the world. Um, uh, I, I I know we all have heard on the news about the the young black man that was beat up by the uh, five back policemen, and when I heard that report. The first thing I thought about was, wait a minute, 
security now. Uh, black policemen are not beating up black men. But they have become carbon copies of what the oppressor. In other words, uh, unless we put the love of God in our heart, we can become just like the people that that uh, we have been taught to, uh, uh, that have oppressed us. We can become just like them. Now, we got black men treating other black men the way that normally a uh, white policeman treats uh, black men. But now we got black men doing the same thing. So uh, we got to be careful that we don't get caught up in that in that judgment seat. In other words, we're we're trying to be uh, 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 trying to be, uh, the, instead of being the oppressor, we'll become the oppressor. Uh, uh, Christians are not to engage in the same kind of works as our oppressor. There's no justice for the people of God outside of the justice of God. So we can, we can't get caught up in those kind of things, but we can if we don't have the love of Jesus Christ in our heart. Do not they bless me that worthy name by which you are called. In other words, do not they bless it the worthy name by which you are called. He's talking about blessing is to denounce or reject or despise to speak contentiously uh, against Christ and his religion. So these same people that 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 uh, uh, are oppressed, uh, that uh, that statement says that word the name by which you are called. In other words, it is an honor to be called a Christian. Uh, to be identified with Christ is an honor and a blessing of tremendous tremendous significance. In other words, uh, whereby we are saved, it's the only name whereby we are saved. No other name will identify us to those of us that will be with God in heaven. So in other words, uh, if you're going to be called a Christian, behave like a Christian, act like a Christian. Do not oppress other people. So verse 8 states that if ye fulfill the raw law according to Scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ye do well. And, and, and really... When he's talking about it, he shall fulfill the raw law according to Scripture. In other words, kings were accountable for watching over their subjects. The people of the uh, of his kingdom, the king watched over them. The people were subject to the king. All that the king required and demanded the people were to do. He looked. Uh, they looked to the king for everything. So it is to the believer. Uh, we are to obey the rules of our king. Our king is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He determines all that we are to do. We are to live in accordance to his rule. Uh, uh, his his behavior, we are to act like he behaved. That thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. And who is our neighbor? Well, our neighbor is every soul that is known unto us, the stranger. The lost, the orphaners, the widows, the homeless, the rich, the poor, and everyone that, that, that comes in, in contact with us. Everything we do as Christians is mandated to be done in the name of love. He said, a new commandment that I give you, that you love one another. But if you have respect to person, you commit sin and have convinced of the law as transgression. 
But if you have respect to person, you commit sin. This is the uh, the law of Christ. The law requires us to love our neighbor as ourselves. To show partiality is out of step with the commandments and the will of Christ. Uh, so we are to love and not judge, to help and not hinder, to be compassionate and not discourage. So we are to reflect and react at the way that Christ would and are convinced of the law of transgression. The tr- transgression simply means is, is to cross out of the line and go against the, will, the truth and the will of God. Uh, so we are never to tr- go against the will of God. When we walk out of our divine protection, which is God, our ways become hard, difficult, and problematic. In other words, a lot of times we have a lot of problems with the things that we're doing because we're out of the will of God. Uh, and when we do, we have trouble doing it. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet not offend one point, he is guilty of all. And, and, and what this is talking about is for whosoever shall keep the whole law. Well, none of us can keep the whole law without uh, uh, Christ. Uh, we are unable to. The Holy Spirit helps us uh, in our in endeavors. In other words, he empowers us to obey the laws of Christ. If we could obey uh, all the laws of Christ, uh, we would not have been given the commandment to repent and receive God's forgiveness for our sins. In other words, we have to, we're going to have to, we repent of our sins because we can't do it without Christ. We have to repent and I see him to guide us and protect us and keep us in what we do. And yet, if in one point he is guilty of all, in other words, when we can commit any a sin, the sin of transgression does not mean that we will lose our salvation. It just means that we have fell out of the uh, the fellowship of Christ. In other words, we trans we commit transgressions all the time, but because God is such a uh, so much grace and mercy. Uh, we can have fellowship with him if we accept him as our Lord and Savior. For he that said, do not commit adultery, said also, do not kill. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. In other words, what he said, for he that gets uh, to say that I, that, uh, I don't commit adultery, and I do kill. I can't, in other words, I do not have the luxury of selecting which law I want to obey and which one I I don't want to obey. In other words, I have to obey them all. Every law is to be obeyed equally. Uh, So we can't say, like the rich ruler said, uh, (laughs) he doesn't do certain things. And uh, to violate any of the law of God is violating his authority. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. It is the authority of Christ that is in question. Christ's authority is the means by which he gives his law. In other words, any violation of his law is in violation of his authority. So we can't say that. Uh, I keep this one, but I don't keep that other one. 
In other words, I ain't like it. That's what the Pharisees said. I wish I'm glad I'm not like him. Uh, I do do this, I do that. No, no, we all commit sin. For ye, for so speak ye and do and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. And so, so speak ye and do so. So under the law of Moses, uh, it is called a yoke of bondage. In other words, when you think about what this is actually saying, under the law of Moses is best characterized by this, the words, die shall not. If you look at a lot of under, under the law of Moses, it says many times, die shall not, die shall not have any God before me, die shall not commit adultery, die shall not uh, uh, commit murder, die shall not uh, uh, steal, die shall, uh, it's just so much is about die shall not. But when you look under the, the uh, law of Christ, uh, in other words, the teaching of Christ, he says, thou shall love, in other words, thy neighbor is thyself, thou shall uh, love thy God, thy God, uh, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. In other words, it's not about what I do not do, it's about what I do do. Uh, so uh, there's different in, in, in connotation, but in many words, what, what it's actually saying is not what I do not do, it's not what I, it's what I do do. And what, what, the best way to say it again is the rich ruler. Uh, he said to Jesus, uh, uh, he had kept the law. He had not committed adultery. He did not steal. He did not bear false witness. He honored his father and his mother. Uh, uh, but Jesus said unto him something that I need you to do. In other words, go and say all that I have and distribute unto the poor, and I shall have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. In other words, it's what I'm asking you to do, not what that you have not done, it's what I'm asking you to do. The point is, it is not what we shall refrain from doing, but rather uh, doing what is commanded of us to do. Jesus has commandment for us to do. He says, go ye into all the land and preach the gospel. Uh, these are things I need you to do. No one can be saved by what uh, we do not do. Salvation is is given to us to uh, given to us as a gift. It's what based on what we do do. What we do do in a salvation is we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. He uh, said, "Forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned. I believe that you are the Savior of the world." that you can save me from sin. So it's about what we do do. Uh, not that we can sit and say what I do not do, because no matter what we do not do, uh, we also do some things that we sin. So it's, it's a salvation is based on us accepting as our Lord and Savior. God would have us to know that we have liberties in Christ that we are uh, not afforded by the laws of Moses. All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. Christ come to deliver us from the bondage of the law and afford us the liberties in him. In other words, the liberties in him that freed us from the law is his grace and his mercy. His grace and his mercy afford us uh, to get out from under the law. But the law commanded us, chose us 
what we do cannot do. In other words, the law tells us do not play ball in the house. But under grace and mercy, it says go outside. In other words, it gives us a, uh, if I'm saying this right, it gives us a, the alternative, not just uh, don't play ball in the house, but it's, you can play ball, but you got to be outside uh, and, and play out there on the hook. In other words, it, it, it's, it's more explicit than the law. The law, the law simply tells you what you cannot do, but there is no salvation in the law, if, if that makes sense. Uh, questions, comments from anybody? Uh, excuse me, uh, Deke, I think you hit the nail on the head all through the uh, lesson, well explained, and, uh, uh, verse by verse. And uh, and uh, I, as I look at this and how James, the elder brother of Jesus here, and how he was teaching us, and all of us fall in this category, how we, and be honest with you, some of us are, well, I would say most of us are, Somebody down the line have shown favoritism because of we look at social status and uh, what they can do, and we uh, look down on those that may not be capable. But I, I, when I was reading this list, and you know, because and when we look at Christianity, it's a growing process. Uh, it's a daily growing process. You you don't get this way. And I said I didn't get this way overnight, and and I still got a long way to go. But like you said, by the grace and mercy. And when you look at the rich and the poor here, and thank God that he had mercy on us. He was showing us that we should not take uh, show favoritism. And then he was saying at the end that the danger, he started out that don't show favoritism. And then at the last uh, outline, he says it's dangerous in showing favoritism. So uh, that let us know that all of us are created to be equal. And uh, all of us should be you know, some uh, is not stronger than others, but that's where we as Christians, we go and lift a helping hand to help the old that are weak because uh, the Bible is you know, strong shall bear the infirmity of the weak. And so we realize that with God, God, somebody had to help us. So we got to help somebody else. Amen. And thank and, God. Uh, thank God uh, in the church, there's not a VIP section. Mm. Amen. And also, too, and also, too, if you look around the communities, it even shows in communities, in some of the poorest communities, those are the last communities to get the roads fixed, the last communities mm -hmm. to get the street lights fixed, the last yeah. communities to get recognized for anything. I was thinking about when... um. Sister Jennifer and Brother Anthony was going out getting people to, you know, go ahead and 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 um, do the census. It's very mm -hmm. important, not just not just to be counted as a number, but for your community to get services that mm -hmm. is needed in that particular community. So, you know, mm -hmm. we see it, even though the Bible speaks of you know, the favoritism and, and in the church and people that looks at the poor man as being beneath somebody that come in with the gold chains and, and jewelry and the big money. 
but also spiritually, you see it in communities, you see it in families, you see it in every aspect of life. You see the favoritism. You know, I used to hear, I've heard so many times people say, oh, I'm just a black sheep of the family. You know, God looks at is that and we have to be careful because you know we don't really see it sometimes but sometimes we do play favorites and not even realize it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too, right? oh, and, and we should be so thankful because you know our lord and savior god had everything he has everything he didn't have to have people on this earth he didn't have to create the earth he could have just yep. had it for him and you know it's it's a blessing that we as a people we are here we have a purpose and you know none of us have the right to have a pres- any status above the next person yeah. and thank god because he he sees us all the same what we all have the same as you said and as as deacon Wade said we all have the same opportunity each and yep. every one of us have the same opportunity to have eternal life. And it's all about how you strive to, to have eternal life, you know? Because yeah. I'm telling you now, uh, um, I'm just going to say, you know, on a fixed income sometimes, at the end of the month, it gets really hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you here, if I, if, if I had to pay my way into going to church, just to sit on the pew, Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Or going oh, yeah. anywhere in this world, Definitely. anywhere in this world. And that's why I thank God that He's showing us that, you know, uh, regardless, we are all it, but no one is above God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. Thank you for this beautiful lesson. Wonderful. This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Deep Wade and to all the other, I was listening to how, and I'm looking back at the 11th verse, in a, in a nutshell, uh, it, it's telling us that a lot of people say, well, I just told just a little lie, I, I just, you know, twisted the truth, but uh, all, all righteousness is sin, and so if you uh, cross the line, I mean, you, you messed up, man. so you can't uh, say, and I, I'm glad you said that all of us, uh, you know, have been in that situation, and He'll do that, you know, that, you know, we, and sometimes we do, we see it and, and, and unaware of we have sin because a lot of people think that because we committed it and we have put our hands on, but you know, we, we sin differently. Uh, what I'm saying is we can think wrong. Uh, we can eat too much or uh, anything like that. That's still sin. Yeah. And, and like you said, we just can't, Say, well, I'm going to do this here and ask the Lord forgive it, but seeing it, seeing it. Wonderful lesson. Thank you, Deacon. Amen. Great lesson, y'all. Yeah, Great lesson. Yeah, that was a great lesson. Yeah. Way you have anything else? No, sir. I I don't either. Anybody else? 
All right. Yes, we'll close out with prayer. Yes, uh, nothing else drawn to our attention. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this lesson. Thank you for the input. Thank you for the uh, teacher. Thank you for the feeding us with the word from on high. God, we ask again that you would let us take these words and take it in that we may apply to our daily life, that we are not just reading, not just speaking, but we're applying it to our daily life. We ask that you bless the Walnut Grove family, not only our family, but every church family. Father God, we ask to look upon six, children and Marie. Now, Lord, we ask that you dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless all of you. Good night. Love y'all. Love love y'all too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.